Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you for joining me for episode 105 here on the Evolving Unity podcast. And I'm super grateful and I'm super thankful to be here and to have the people in my life, pretty much, and the people that I've come across on this growth and transformation journey. I would say the topic of this particular episode is really the art of openness and receptivity. That's the word, receptivity. So in other words, or simply put, is learning to be open and receptive when you ask for something, when you ask for a particular life or item or whatever it is from the universe, from God, um, from whatever you believe in. The first point is really what does it mean to be open? What does it mean to be receptive? And of course, I'm pretty sure that different people will have different um definition when it comes to being open and receptive. But from my point of view, what it really means is when you ask for something, you have to be open to infinite possibilities in terms of how that particular item or that particular thing that you ask for will manifest in your life. I know a lot of us, when we ask for things, we have our mind set in a particular direction that we think it should come from. And when it comes to really creating the uh, the life you want and really manifesting the life you want, when you ask for something, You can't just have a narrow focus of the direction that you think that that thing will come from. You have to be open to different possibilities of ways in whatever you ask for will come into your life. And when it comes to being receptive, and yes, sometimes some people are open to different avenues that whatever it is that they ask for will come from. When it comes to being receptive, they're not they're not receptive to actually receiving the said thing um, that they ask for. So, for example, um, I will use an example of what's happened in my life in the past. I mean, when I was in my twenties, I would like to say I'm still in my twenties, but I'm not. Um, when I was in my twenties, I remember, I think I was 24, 25. I, we would sit in class. No, actually, this is actually back. No, this is like when I was in college. Um, I would see, sit with my friend at the time and we would just literally talk shit. Like we'll just say whatever. I mean, back then you're young and you think you can live forever and you just say whatever you want. So I remember really at that time saying to myself that before I turned 30, I wanted a few things. And one of the stuff that I said I wanted that I can remember was I wanted a house before I turned 30. And of course, this is like in my early, early 20s. So fast forward, I moved to Ottawa because at the time I was in Toronto. Fast forward, I moved to Ottawa and um, I moved into uh, an apartment that's actually 
like 10 minutes close to my work. And I lived there for three years. Interestingly enough, within that three years that I lived there, I mean, I had a neighbor from hell. Like when I say this neighbor was from hell, she was from hell. She was batshit crazy. Like I, I'm talking about somebody banging on the door to your, um, on the wall to your apartment, and wouldn't let you sleep. I'm talking of somebody that was caught on a video camera actually pouring pins in front of my door. Somebody that actually took me to court. Like the case was myself and some of the other tenants. The case was in court for five years. Like this is how bad it was. And she actually also tried to frame me for harassment. Long story short, to that experience, I was able to actually acquire and get my house. Now, going back to what I was saying about being open and receptive, I had said I wanted a house before I was 30. I bought my house single-handedly when I was 28. And in terms of being open, I don't think if that woman hadn't given me a hard time or if I hadn't had issues at my previous apartment, I probably I probably wouldn't be where I am today in terms of my house. And my house, I would say, is one of the smartest moves I've ever made in my life. I bought my house before the craziness of the housing market in Ontario, or I would say in Toronto or in Ottawa. Like it's been so crazy. So when we talk about being open, I mean, it's not like I would consciously put myself in that situation, but I found myself in that situation, but I was also open to literally going with my gut instincts at that time because also when I was looking for a house I mean I looked at three four houses in total and I literally walked into my now house at the time because it's three levels I walked into my now house at the time and like I got on the second floor and I just had this feeling that this was the one so at that time I knew so I just said this is my house and <laughs> my friend Julie at the time she was like you haven't even seen the whole house I'm just like yeah I just know this is my house so anyways it goes back to when you ask for something, you have to be open to infinite possibilities that that said thing will manifest into your life. And you have to be open on taking action. You have to be able to um, listen to your instincts when these opportunities arise, even though they might not look like it at the time. So when it comes to being open, do not have narrow focus, do not have narrow visions, and just be open to different ways that your manifestation will show up in your life and just be open to receiving the said manifestation. Number two point I would make when it comes to the art of being open and receptive is really sitting with yourself and deciding what you want. And I think in our lives, we like to look, you know, on the outward. Um, so yeah, when it comes to the art of being open and receptive, I think a lot of us, uh, 
don't know what we want. We look in, uh, from outward inward when we should be the other way around, which is looking inward outward. We see what Jane and Joe has and we want to set things. So like um, we see Amanda's got BMW. Now we want BMW. Or we see, I don't know, Jane has Lamborghini. Now we want Lamborghini. So, so we're actually really looking at what other people want and, and thinking we want the same whereby when we should actually look inward decide what we want and start living from that particular space be intentional really about what brings you joy um in terms of also deciding what you want in terms of deciding what you want, I would also say that you say it from a physical point of view. You say it from a physical uh, perspective. So let's say, for example, you want a car. I'm going to use a car for an example. So let's say you want a car and you want a red Maserati. I don't know. That's what comes to my mind right now. You want a red Maserati. I mean, you have to actually be intentional about what you're saying about your red Maserati. Like you have to be specific. For example, red Maserati is one. It's like, what do you want in it? Do you want brown leather? How do you want it to smell? Like what exactly do you want? Like, for example, when I got my car, like my most recent car, car I remember saying, that I wanted a specific uh, brand. I wanted to have leather interior. I wanted to have sunroof. I wanted to have heated seats. And I think at the time I actually said I wanted GPS and I did say I want to call a black. So I was, I was being specific really about what I wanted. And that's exactly what I got. It just so happened that, I mean, on a winter day, I was driving to work in my old car before this one. And I don't even know what happened. I almost got in an accident. And at that time, I'm just like, I am done with this car. I am going to get my car. Like, I'm just, I'm not waiting anymore. Like, I've been waiting around for two years longer than I said I would actually keep my old car. So no, I'm doing it. My safety is important to me. So yes, that was how I was able to follow that hunch. When it comes to being open and receptive, you have to be clear really about what you want out of your life. Be clear, be specific or specific as you want from a positive point of view uh, with regards to what you want. The third point in terms of being open and receptive is you have to release resistance. And I've done this in my past whereby I would ask for something and every single day, every single minute, all I'm thinking of, I don't have it. I don't have it yet. I don't have it yet. Like, why is it not here yet? Why is it not here yet? Like, at this point, that is a habit that I say that I have minimized. Yes, it still happens, but I would say I've minimized it. When it comes to releasing resist resistance, you have to not harp on it and you have to not constantly think about said thing. You've already decided, you've already asked for what you want. Just let it go. Just There's no reason to keep thinking and 
really saying to yourself that it hasn't happened yet. Once you said it, you just have to believe that it's happened. That's what, I mean, in Christian religion, that's what faith is. And in spirituality, that's what belief to receive is. That's what believing is, right? You already believe that you already have said thing that you asked for. So there's no reason to continue to harp on us or just let it go. We're, we human beings, sometimes I feel like when we ask for something, yeah, we're constantly looking for proof of it, whereby we should just forget about it, continue living life, and just know that it's already happened. That's honestly what manifestation is. So in terms of releasing resistance, do not harp on it and just decide, just let it go let it go. That's the best thing that you can do for yourself when you really want to manifest is just learning to just let go, letting go of the resistance. Now, when you actually learn to release resistance, what can you do in the meantime? When it comes to manifesting your goals, when it comes to manifesting a thing or a desired lifestyle, what you should do after you've asked, after you've released resistance is to really find satisfaction and fill yourself with satisfaction on your journey to creating and to manifesting what you want. So, I mean, in terms of not harping on it, so going back to my previous point, when you let it go, just find something else that makes you happy in the meantime. So for example, I mean, my goal and desire is to travel the world. I enjoy nature. I enjoy hiking. So my goal is to be able to travel to as many countries as um, I can just hiking, experiencing the culture, and experiencing learning from different people. And to be able to do that, working at my current job will not lead me to that. So I already know that. So what am I doing in the meantime? I'm finding things that bring me satisfaction that will propel me towards that particular goal. My goal as a transformation strategist is to work with people to break down the barriers and the limiting beliefs that they, they've built up in their mind and to just propel them, to help them on their journey of creating the life they want, creating the business they want, and really embodying their growth and so they can move forward in terms of their dreams. And in the meantime, I've also gotten my sound healer certification. Like never in a million years would I have ever thought that I would get a sound healer certification. So I've gotten my sound healer certification and who knows where it's going to lead. I know that at some point in time, my goal is to start working for myself full time. But in the meantime, I'm just really finding things that bring me fun, finding things that bring me satisfaction. So when it comes to really finding things that give you satisfaction on your journey to creating the life you want, figure out what you like to do. Like, do you like hiking? Do you like walking? Do you like play music? Do you like singing? Just 
do that. Find fun. Just find fun and go with that fun. Find satisfaction and go with that satisfaction. You want to scooby dive? Do you want to bungee jump? Do you want to jump out of a plane with a parachute, of course? Just find fun. Just follow the fun trail. I think that's how we really manifest the life that we want. We just find fun, really, and just not harp on our sad goal or not harp and consistently look out for the sign of whether what we're asking for is here. The next point I want to discuss on the heart of openness and receptivity is developing healthy habits. So let's say you have a goal to create an independent life or say you have a goal of working for yourself. What habits are you going to develop right now that you know will propel you towards your desire, that you know will propel you towards your goal? Or let's say you want to buy a house, for example. What are your current financial habits like? Like what can you do? What can you um, temporarily cut out in order to put money aside so you can start working towards buying that house or let's say you want to lose weight what are your daily habits every single day are you eating mcdonald's are you i do like mcdonald's breakfast by the way but i do not eat it all the time are you eating junk food or like are you saying that you want to lose weight but every day and day and night you're coming up with excuses that you can't get out of of your house or get out of your apartment to really walk and get in that physical activity and do some physical activity, get in those steps. So really, what are your daily habits when it comes to creating the life you want? Um, For example, for me, it is very important to stay flexible and to stay healthy. So I'm able to enjoy hiking when I do go that I'm not really suffering from not being able to breathe or from body uh, body aches. So in the meantime, my habits include going to the gym on a regular basis. I mean, doing cardio in order to ensure that I remain healthy so I can really do what matters to me. And in terms of developing healthy habits, you want to ensure that you take care of yourself. What it is, what is it that you are not giving yourself? Are you not giving yourself enough time to rest? Are you not giving yourself enough time to sleep? Are you not drinking enough water? Are you not eating healthy enough? So when it comes to developing healthy habits, that also includes taking care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, once you get, once you achieve your goals, once you reach your goals, you may not be healthy enough to actually enjoy the fruit of your labor. That is why it's important to develop healthy habits and also take care of yourself when it comes to the life you want to create. And of course, being open and receptive to that life. Being open and receptive also includes learning to follow your instincts. 
because it's your instincts that will lead that will lead you towards said desire, towards said life, and said life, and what you need to do along the way to move you closer to the life you're trying to create. Instincts. So when it comes to developing your instincts, developing your instinct is literally like um, working a muscle. So you pretty much work at it every single day. It gets stronger. Your instinct, being able to follow your instincts gets stronger the more you work it, the more you tune inward. Being able to follow your instincts will lead you to your goal, to your life's desire. For example, recently, um, I... I woke up, it was a Sunday, I woke up and I had this feeling, just this urge that I needed to go get breakfast. And Sunday morning, I usually like to stay home, um, eat muffin and just really take it easy or sometimes do some reading in the morning. But on this particular Sunday, I just had the urge to go to Tim Hortons not to, well, to Morton's as well, but also to go to Tim Morton's and pick up a breakfast sandwich. I'm telling you guys, like, I left my house not even wearing a bra. I left my house, like, literally in my PJs. I didn't even brush my teeth. I just threw on a jacket because I had to ensure that I make it to McDonald's before they switched the menu over. So I got there. I got a couple of things and the total of the bill was like 777 so 777 um my life when it comes to angel numbers like I follow them like they mean a lot and I feel like they are a sign from the universe that you know you're either on the right direction or you need to change course and so I saw 777 and people that know what 77 means it's like luck it means that luck is on your side and you're you're on a strong spiritual path and continue to follow that path release your fear release your resistance when i saw that i literally laughed out loud and just said yep i got it i got the sign i'm on the right track but it also feels fulfilling to see signs from the universe to confirm your journey and to confirm your path and if i was not open and receptive if i didn't follow my instincts i mean i wouldn't have seen that message i wouldn't have gotten that message so it is important for you to be able to follow your instincts um on your journey of being open and receptive towards creating the life that you desire lastly in terms of uh the art of openness and receptive receptivity is you have to learn to be grateful yes i know sometimes we may not have great days sometimes we're facing challenges sometimes things may not be working out as we want them to work out or sometimes we see other people's progress and we question our own journey we question our own progress not knowing that you can't compare yourself you can't compare your journey to somebody else's journey just find something every single day to be grateful for um i mean if it's just the hair you breathe be grateful for that if it's just you know breakfast lunch the people around you 
the, the blood that flows through your veins. Find something small each and every day to be grateful for. I've recently developed the habit of just thanking the universe for at the end of my day for hair, for my job, for my car, for the hair I breathe in, for my friends, for my family, for the world I'm in, for the environment I'm in. So I try every single day to find something I'm grateful for. And when you're when you're grateful on your journey, when you show the universe or God or whatever you believe in, when you show that you're grateful, that is honestly when more of what you want is going to come into your life. So be grateful on your journey, on your way to really creating the life you want. Just find little things to be grateful for. It's easy. I promise you, I do it. I'm doing it. I've done it. Um, just be grateful. It's that it's free. It's just free to be grateful. And thank you so much for joining me on the fifth episode of the Evolving Unity podcast. And um like, honestly, I'm so grateful. I am so grateful. I still question myself every day with regards to my journey, but it's been fun. It's been growth. It's been enlightening to be able to just get on here and share my voice. And I know that some people out there will resonate with me and some people may not. And just being able to be in that space that I am okay with that is being great. It's just been a great journey. Of course, find me on your favorite social media platform. Follow my journey as well. And if you're somebody that is looking to create the life that you want to transform your life from inside out, I am your girl. I am the one you need to look for. My goal is to be that bridge that takes you from where you are to where you want to be. My goal is to be that voice outside your voice to stare you and to continue to remind you about the life that you are on your way of creating. Thank you so much and see you on the next episode.